Welcome to my podcast, Here I Stand. I am your host, Patricia Lord, with my guest, The Aim is Simple, sharing extraordinary stories of ordinary people. Talia Gray is the founder of Sheer Chemistry, a revolutionary hosiery brand specialising in tights for women of all shades of brown. So I am very excited about this product. She has been cited by the Financial Times as an entrepreneur who is addressing the woefully underrepresentative hosiery market and by Grazia as leading the change for more inclusive fashion. Talia is galvanised by the acute need to create a more diverse perception of beauty. Hallelujah. She has built sheer chemistry from the ground up to encourage women to feel confident and gorgeous in their own skin. Talia, it's an absolute pleasure to have you here. Welcome. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. So my first question to you may sound pretty strange. Why the name Sheer Chemistry? That's a really good question. I wanted to find two words. The first being synonymous with tights, which is sheer. Sheer means transparent. And the second was chemistry. And I wanted that to represent the matching process. But more than that, the relationship that you have with a friend, a sister, a mother, a cousin. So I wanted to build a brand that understands our customer, that is there to support them when they need it and really sees them and hears them. So I thought chemistry was a beautiful word and then sheer chemistry just went together perfectly. And so having used your tights, wore your tights, felt 150% sexy in your tights. <laughs> People, it is really a superior product. And as a woman of colour, I have worn many tights. I've worn black, I've worn barely black, and I've worn, you know, disgusting shades of sweet pepper around <laughs> that come from around the globe. But what strikes me about your particular brand is that we know that as black women, we come in all shapes, all shades, all mm -hmm. hues and yeah. sizes. Yeah. And I have been able to wear your tights and get my exact shade. And I'm clapping my hands, you can hear that. <laughs> exact shade, which is huge. Yeah. Because for 40, and I ain't going to be shy to tell you, for 45 years, <laughs> I've not been able to find mm. a pair of tights that fit my shade. And I do not think it's complicated. Mm. And I do not think it's unreasonable yeah. that like our Caucasian sisters, we are able to find sheer tights yeah. that are excellent quality as well as the right shade. Yeah. So your background is in talent and development, so HR. I need to hear your journey yeah. from being at work, trying to develop the masses at Morgan Stanley or wherever else it was that you mm -hmm. were working, to be looking at your legs thinking, boy, I could do with some yeah. tights that fit me, yeah. that are the right shade and are comfortable and are a superior product. Yeah, well, I didn't ever go to university thinking I was going to start a hosiery brand. Like, I don't think anyone does that. But I did go to university and think that I wanted to start a business. So I studied international business with that in mind. But where the journey really started is when I left university and I got my first job in New York. 
And New York's a fantastic place. And one of the reasons I was excited about going there is having access to products that I couldn't necessarily find in right. London. So let's just make it really clear. As a woman of colour, we are not represented. And it's slow now, but we're not represented in makeup markets or the hair market sufficiently. There's only yeah. certain places that you can go. And we're not represented in the hosiery market as well as just general skincare so yeah. i actually i understand why you would be excited going yeah. to the united states where there seems to be far more representation yeah. of women as consumers and women of color as consumers exactly. in particular exactly. yeah exactly and this is back in 2011 to 2012 so not so, even that far ago so, um, but there was no fenty then you know <laughs> um, we love you rihanna we love you we, really we love do. you yeah but i was excited about and this is wild to say this out loud i was excited about going into a high street store and buying makeup mm. for under 10 pounds yeah get it so being in the corporate world I was kind of living that sex in the city lifestyle. Mm -hmm. and, and you didn't call me. <laughs> what the hell happened? Because we hadn't met by then, oh, otherwise damn. we would have definitely got that phone call. <laughs> so my life was like this. I would start early in the morning in the office and I was working at UBS at the time, an investment bank. I would finish late, maybe six, seven, but then go straight to the bar to meet my girls, of course, mm -hmm. and then probably go out for dinner or to a club or something mm. and probably get home at about 3 a.m. or maybe later sometimes. <laughs> Not associated with the tights because I've never lived in the U.S., so I've just got to ask, what were the men like? Well, it was... Big smile on Tylee's face. <laughs> Can, cannot even project this through the microphone, people. Like, it was it was a great experience, you know? Still big smile. Yeah, that's that's what I will say. Um, but men in, in New York are a lot more forward mm -hmm. than um, in London or the UK. So it was great to just, you know, have that attention, go on dates, you know, live that mm. life. As I was saying, I was living the Sex in the City lifestyle. And which one were you? <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> but back to the tights. So I, I digress. I apologise. I apologise. So it was winter. I was wearing black opaque tights to work every day, mm. um, which you do. But I was finding at some point after work, I would be in the bathroom folding up my tights into my bag or backpack and going bare-legged because, you know, when you're trying to look stylish, and at the time I was in my early 20s, you don't want black no. opaque tights bringing you down. No, this but is at, true. at the same time, it's minus something degrees outside. Right. So it's just impractical mm. on the way home. So I was thinking to myself very practically, wouldn't it be great if I could have a product that I could wear to work in the morning and see me through right until, you know, 5am if need be. So I went to the department stores and looked for this product thinking, you know, I'm in New York, this is going to be easy now because there's so many women of colour, so many black women who look like me working in the corporate world, surely this product exists. And I was really shocked when I found that they weren't available and I went and I thought, okay, maybe it's that I'm just going to the wrong places and looking in the wrong stores. So it became a citywide search, then like a US-wide search, then a global search, and I accumulated all these tights, which were nude or brown or some kind of 
skin mm. color yeah but all of them made me feel really self-conscious and right. i would go out and i would think people are staring at my legs and again i would end up taking them off at some point in the day because i'm like this is really embarrassing so for those of you that are not of color effectively by buying tights that are not matched with your skin means that you are literally walking around with your bottom half looking completely disconnected to your top half mm -hmm. um, not blending into your skin so you would be walking around with your beautiful chocolate mocha skin and most probably tights that were fit for you know some blonde blue-eyed varsity lady <laughs> yeah. um, and your legs would most probably look completely disconnected to you yeah as a direct result right yeah so they look ashy or yeah. they might look a little bit like prosthetic legs you right know? so yeah it's, it wasn't the look that I was going for so it wasn't immediate that I was like oh maybe I should create my own but because it was such a struggle and during this whole process I never found anything worthy of celebrating I thought, how hard could it really be? And you know what? I've wanted to start a business. Maybe this is it because I think it's going to be quite easy in my mind. I think the naivety was a beautiful thing. And I'm going to create a brand that celebrates women of color and that gives them an option to wear on a daily basis and makes them feel confident and gorgeous, which was definitely not what I was feeling at the time. So I get the concept. I get the why. Now, not being disrespectful, you're not from fashion, <laughs> never worked in fashion. Yeah. You have the idea. Yeah. How the hell do you go about bringing that idea to life? What did you have to do? Yeah. I mentioned the naivety and I think I never really thought the fact that I wasn't from a fashion background would be a problem or an inhibitor. So I think it was the naivety and the carefree nature that I launched into this with pure passion and excitement. That is so important for our listeners. Your dream was so big that you didn't have any restrictions on yourself, even the fact that you didn't come from this background, even the fact that you didn't study this area. Yeah. And so, I mean, that for me um, is... I can't even say a mic drop because it's not, it's bigger than that. Mm. That for me tells me that you dreamt the dream bigger, wider and more concisely than you actually thought about the challenges. Yeah, I didn't even really think about the challenges. It's only now that it's happened and people are asking me these <laughs> questions that I'm like, yeah, well, that was a crazy thought. Yeah. That was actually crazy. Yeah. But um, You're like, yeah. of course I can do that. Of course. Yeah, I was like, well, it's brown tights. And so for me, I approached it quite practically. I was like, how can I use some reference points that already exist? So the first thing was that I did was create the name. And I think... That was important for me to make it real. Yeah. And I know that it's not necessary, but I needed to make something real. So right. now I can talk about sheer chemistry and it's actually a thing yeah. Yeah. rather than just an idea. And then I started with the shades because I was like, the problem is the shades that don't exist. It's not necessarily the product itself because there's many tights brands that exist and surely we can begin replicating off something. Yeah. But I was like, okay, well, what in the world exists that I can use? And for me, makeup was, although not as established as it is now, it, there was a shade range. So right. people like Mac and Bobby Brown and even 
there's some other brands like Iman and yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. existed at the time. So what I did was go to makeup counters at department stores. Ingenious. And um, start collecting the full shade ranges. Ingenious. Um, in the little pots. You can get them for free. Wow. And of course I wouldn't go to one shop and say, give me a yeah. But I would go around London <laughs> wow. and I would collect the whole shade range. You know, I would go to Spitalfields one day and Oxford Street another day and, you know, White City another day. And then I would get, big A3 sheets of paper and grade them. Mm. So I would, from lightest to darkest, grade all these shades. And I would speak to a lot of the makeup artists to kind of gauge what the trends were, Mm. who buys what, and be like, okay, this girl who's coming in, what is she going to wear? Because I know that a makeup artist can generally tell by just seeing a person. And what are the like top-selling colours? From those conversations, I was able to gauge what the dominant shades were in these groups and then I did some surveys with over a hundred women that I just sent out through Facebook to see what brands they wore, what shades they wore and through all this research I was able to to get five shades. I'm shaking my head here because (laughs) the fact that you did your own research, you didn't go to a company to say find me what women are doing and you did that groundwork yourself, you are understanding what shades or how many shades that you need to replicate. You have got a clear understanding of, you know, what's selling and what's not. There is no excuse out there for people to say, I cannot start my business or I'm not going to follow through with this idea or I'm waiting for. Yeah. Because you did it. Yeah, and all this research was free, you know, like it was free to do a Google Forms um, survey and send it out through Facebook. It was free to go around to makeup counters and speak to makeup artists and collect these samples. And, you know, it took time, but not that much time. It took maybe a month or two. Yeah. And I would do that after work and on weekends. I was still working full time. But I really got engrossed in the process and it was really enjoyable. Amazing. Yeah. So that was like step one, finding the shades. And I actually thought I would have six shades in the beginning. But through the research, it turned out that five would be sufficient. And then the next part of the process, which I had to address, was, okay, I need to find a manufacturer to replicate these shades onto tights. Which is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) So, and so without giving us all of your secrets, what did you do and where did you go and how were you able to explain what you were looking for? Yeah, well, I first turned to Google, yep. as you would. And Google! I, <laughs> and I made a list of all the tights manufacturers in the UK, but I didn't actually ever use that list because I was like, okay, who am I? I'm just some girl who has an idea. How do I know who to trust? Yeah really important when you have a great idea yeah so I was quite nervous about sharing it so because I acknowledged that I wasn't from the industry I started going to all these fashion events and business events and immersing myself in spaces where people were doing fashion things and business Mm. things and who I could learn off and one of the events that I went to in the early days was at the London College of Fashion and there happened to be someone on the panel who had started a shirt business and she was telling the story about the difficulty that she had with her manufacturers 
So much so that she ended up buying a factory. Not everyone can do that. This is true. <laughs> but it made sense because I was... But I like her she-bossness. Yeah, yeah, she's doing really well. But um, it made sense for me to ask, you know, I'm mm. in this predicament. I don't know where to start. Who do I trust and how do I protect myself in this process? And, you know, this is how you know God is real, you know? Mm. And I really believe in having a path and a destiny. So she um, said, she talked about the legal side and having, like, non-disclosure agreements in place to protect yourself in those early stages. But then she said, I actually have a friend in the hosiery industry Mm. and speak to me afterwards and maybe I can do an introduction. And this friend, this was, like, one of the first events that I went to ever. Yeah, yeah. So... Her friend happened to be the owner of the largest online tights distributor in the UK. Wow. And so this friend introduced me to some of her friends. Wow. And one of them ended up being my first manufacturer. Isn't that incredible? This is your path. Yeah. Because I'm listening thinking, that is so easy. Yeah. So I'm going to be speaking to you because I'm going to be like, how do I sell a million books? <laughs> but, you know, that is too easy, you it know. It was wild. Oh, my goodness. It was wild. It was actually wild. But I guess that's, you know, when people say the power of networking and, you know, you This are, is true. But, like, I can speak from experience. Like, if I'd stayed in my house with my idea just on a piece of paper or on, you know, my phone, I would have never met that woman. And if, yeah. if I hadn't asked a question and... But bear in mind, it was the first question. She wouldn't have been able to have the opportunity to help me. So be bold, people. Be bold, be clear in your vision and be absolutely resolute that it's going to happen. Because through that, the universe, and I firmly believe this, will put people in your path Mm -hmm. that will facilitate the process. And your process is going from nowhere to now being an entrepreneur, providing tights to women of colour. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. So now that you are established within this space, Mm -hmm. if you could look back on your journey, what advice would you give yourself now Mm. based on those early days? What What else would you have done? Um, I would say just ask for more help. Yeah. Um, what does that look like? I think actually surrounding yourself with people who have done it. Yeah. And who are a few steps ahead of you. So I guess for me, I was surrounding myself with people who were way ahead of me. Right. So even though they were able to help, like this woman, she'd been in the game for like over 10 years. Okay. Um, And so she was quite far removed from where I was at that time. So I think, and the other people that I was surrounding myself with were people that wanted to help me and who were very helpful, but hadn't done it themselves. So had the skills that I needed, but all of us were kind of fighting in the dark. Yeah. Um, so it was those two extremes, those who were enthusiastic about the idea and wanted to help and those who were way ahead of me. But I think in surrounding myself with people who were a little bit ahead, yeah. but still yeah. in the same experience would yeah. have been a lot more useful. Yeah. Okay. So we recently interviewed Maggie Alfonsi, And one of the things that she said was 
get a coach mm. yeah have some mentors around you yeah. and so essentially that's what you're saying you know have some really good mentors surround yourself in the circle that you want to become yeah but also surround yourself with peers that are currently working on your grind as well. Yeah. 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 I think that's where the magic happens. And I think they're all important, mm. but I think I was missing those people who are actually in the trenches. Okay. So sheer chemistry is up and running. So we've, we've looked at the things that you would do differently. What has the highlights been yeah. since creating this amazing company well there's so many highlights mm. so many highlights but i think one of the first ones was launching right you know because it was a few years in the making i didn't mention some of the things that went into the whole development but that was just over two years wow wow to develop the brand and be happy with the product as well as all the branding around it so launching it was a huge moment for me because i put a lot of time and energy into it and having and um, we did a collaboration with the w hotel for the launch and having such a big brand also support and be like we believe in you was a wonderful experience and having bloggers and, and influencers and friends and family attend mm. was just like a, a triumph but i think more like every day i always get excited when i have a pop-up and i meet new customers but more importantly when customers come and be like I met you last year I'm wearing your product and I love it and I'm not just saying this because Tyler's in front of me I don't wear any of the tights now <laughs> I don't and so let me tell you how good the tights are people I'm going to keep it real you can wear these sheer tights wash them and they do not ladder so for me number one that's amazing because I'm actually quite tall. So I tend to find that I have to buy extra, extra large in order to fit my legs. So that's great, but the gusset is way too wide. Mm. So I'm able to put on your tights that not only fit my leg shape, because I've got skinny legs, and my gusset, which is not that large, people, just so that you know, because I've just <laughs> made that reference. But more importantly, I can get at least two weeks wear out of one pair, which I've never been able to do. And for my sisters of colour out there, when they do rib, I can wash the tights, cut holes in them, and they make such a great stocking head. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the product is superior because it. it does not dry out my hair. Oh, so it. honestly, I cannot even begin to tell you. I might even take a picture so that you can put on your website because yeah, I promise yeah, you, I wear that. this. I wear these as my stocking heads, man. And my husband's looking at me like, really? Really? So I think I think that's the next product. I think that's the next product, seriously. So I'm pretty ass stocking foot that just blends into my skin. But um, if you haven't tried them, please do. So Talia is, for me, an absolute powerhouse for a variety of reasons. I think it's very difficult to come into any industry without any knowledge of that industry and to pave a way. Mm. I think it's very challenging in this market, even though things have moved on for women of colour, and you know, you know, all hell Iman, all hell Bobby Brown, all hell Rihanna, to start to have cosmetic products and products for women of colour. Mm -hmm. But when I look, you know, I can go into Selfridges, Debenhams, you know, boots. Don't sue me, people. I'm just telling the truth. 
not reflective. Yeah. You know, so yes, we might have five or six counters, but when I look at all the other brands for all of the other races, we are still not reflective. And I suppose my disappointment stems from the fact that as women of colour, we are huge yeah. consumers. Yeah. We are major consumers. If you look at the hair industry alone, yeah. if you look at the cosmetic industry, the skin industry. Yeah. So I think my disappointment is that it's still very slow, better than what it was when yeah. I was coming up, I have to say. You know, when I was going out in the 80s, I, my foundation was three shades lighter or darker than my actual skin tone. You know, all hell iman. But we are still, I think, decades behind yeah. our friends, our sisters in, you know, from other races. So looking at what you have pioneered, how easy is it for sheer chemistry to find a place in our mainstream shopping centres or, mm. you know, the Boots or the Super Drags or the John Lewis? Because, you know, do they see that we are a market? You know, what has your experience been? Yeah, well, <laughs> that's a big sigh. So, of course, this has been something that I've approached from the beginning, actually, or before launching, having those conversations with big retailers because... You know, through my research, again, mm. I know that there's a market and we don't have to look far, especially in London, to know that there's a market. But it's, I guess we have to think about who the decision makers are in these mm. big organisations and they don't really reflect the diversity that mm. exists um, within the world. So it's a lot more conservative. Right. So it has been kind of an uphill battle trying mm. to get in or even just like, get a chance mm. so it's a work in progress yeah but a lot of the time it's met with is there really a demand though isn't that interesting yeah because i wonder i wonder if that conversation was ever displayed with pretty polly <laughs> is there really a demand for women you know, yeah that, isn't that interesting yeah, yeah. So I, I think the likes of um, Rihanna is really important. Because... So, Rihanna, I'm actually going to send you... Um, <laughs> no, I am. I'm going to send you this recording. I don't know you. I'm going to send you this recording. So hopefully somebody in your team will pick this up. These are superior products. If you know Oprah, <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> feel free to forward this on. But, you know, I think as black women, we have a responsibility for each other. So if you are listening, if you are a woman of colour, please go to www.sheerchemistry.com. So we as a collective, we as a group of women are powerful consumers. And there are so many things that we could be doing to support one another. We talk about this a lot. And it's not so much about supporting black business. It's about supporting a product that is going to benefit you. Mm, yeah. So go to Sheer Chemistry, contact Talia, you know, find out your shade mm -hmm. and present your tights to the world. Mm. You know, tell your friends, buy them for your mother, buy them for your grandmother, buy them for your sister friend at work. Mm. But we all have a responsibility because what we are buying is not our shade. Yeah. Now, if this was happening to other races, there'd be an outright, there'd be an outrage. Yeah. You know, people would be holding placards in front of John Lewis or Pretty Polly saying, where's my shade? So, you know, please, 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 I am 
asking you all to support this brand because and even if you are not a woman of color if you've got a friend who is of color please send them this interview because it's important they make you feel sexy as hell trust me i feel great when i wear them i'm so glad no no trust me i do i really I, she says with a big smile yeah. i really really do it's funny because i was on holiday um over the christmas period and i wasn't wearing tights over that period but normally i wear them every day or at least five days out of seven and i put them on again after a long time and i was like these are amazing no they are no no they are to the point i had my tights on at home and that was it. Just had, I had a top on and my tights. And my husband looked at me and he said, your legs look good. And I said, I'm wearing tights. He was like, no way. Mm. He goes, I can't tell. Your legs just look really silky. And, you know, you've got that sheery sheen. Now, if he'd have rolled down the tights and saw the absolute mess that was underneath <laughs> there, he wouldn't have said, what are you wearing? Are you, I can't believe you're wearing tights. But it does. It gives you the illusion of mm. super smooth even beautiful skin it mm. gives you that illusion and yeah you've got to wear them and you i'm not have to try them yeah you've just got to wear them yeah so talia so we've talked about what you did well we've talked about the challenges what is your vision for mm. sheer chemistry yeah well i really see sheer chemistry as a global brand being available everywhere. same so I guess what I'm working on now is really expanding the product range. Yeah. I've been wanting to do it for some time, but I guess when you are building a brand, it's necessary to kind of focus on the core products. Yeah. And kind of get the message out about that before kind of creating more. So yeah, expanding the product range, going into different product categories. So at the moment it is just tights, but I want to get into lingerie and underwear. Stocking heads. <laughs> Also <laughs> <laughs> and then just be available internationally. And I think it's amazing. I'm disappointed that you're not in a John Lewis, but that doesn't stop my buying power. Mm -hmm. There are lots of entrepreneurs that have made money through having their products on their own websites and Amazon. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we, the people, can make that happen. Yeah. You know, so that is my rallying cry. I would like to ask you... And this is a question that I ask everybody uh, who come on my show. What does a fulfilled potential look like? So what does fulfillment look like for you? Mm. Well, I think this kind of goes back to my why. And fulfilled potential for me looks like other women feeling beautiful and feeling seen and feeling heard on a daily basis, mm. you know? And when you can have a product like that, that really empowers you and being your best self, I think that's a, a beautiful thing. So I want to empower as many women around the world to have that feeling. But a fulfilled life, hmm. Mm. Just continuing to do what I love, which at the moment is your chemistry, share my story and be able to help others around me fulfill their own purpose yeah and travel travel i just love what you said you know inspiring women to feel and be their best self because when i wear your tights i feel as sexy as hell mm. so for me you're doing that i absolutely love the work that you do within you know your collective and your group of women by 
lifting us up, you know, through your talks, through your collaboration with NAS. So again, you're already on that journey. I think for me, I just need to see you everywhere mm. because the product is so good. <laughs> and, you know, I would not label myself an entrepreneur, but watching you come through and listening to your story relating to the how, yeah. you're meant to be here. Yeah. You know, for you to go out and just say to one lady, oh, I've got this product. And then yeah. she was like, actually, let me introduce you to my friend. Yeah. You know, it has yeah. to mean something. Yeah, definitely. And to see the product at the end and how good it is. Mm, trust yeah. me. Yeah, you're meant to be here. So please tell your friends. Please go and, you know, seek out Talia on www.sheerchemistry.com. And for me, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you about your journey. And I'm very grateful, honestly, that you have taken the time to just explain to us how you've gotten here. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure as always. The world is listening, people. Thank you very much. If you would like to get in contact with me, please visit my website on www.authorpdlaw.com. Facebook, you can find me on authorpdlord, Instagram, pdlord, and Twitter, pdlord. Currently, I have books available called The Journey, available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, Kindle Books and eBooks.